Casey and Matthew. Happy 200th episode. In order to celebrate, I want to present a new faith-based movie pitch set in the dystopian future timeline on the Twitterverse. Um, and it's starring some um, some characters that um, you may know and, and recognize. So this is kind of like the little sample. I'm going to read it for you. It's going to be a dramatic reading. Okay. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> the year... 2032. And sure, it had only been 10 years. 10 years since any of us knew any peace on Twitter. It's funny, we would have never called it peace back then. People in 2022 had no idea how good they had it. You could tweet freely with no fear of retaliation. (laughs) Sure, you might get ratioed. How childish it all was back then. How inconsequential. Ten years. That was ten years ago. Ten years feels like a century, and while with atheist Twitter gaining more ground every day, it's like it may as well have been. Another day meant that atheism was spreading further and further to the deepest and most remote corners of Twitter. You think Christian Twitter would have learned, would have united, would have stood their ground to prove once more that God's not dead. Instead, Christian Twitter has shattered into countless factions. Exvangelicals shouting at Anglicans. Episcopalians attacking the Baptists at the jugular. No one has seen the Presbyterians in several months. Some say they're biding their time, but others claim they've disbanded entirely. And everyone is too scared to ask about what happened to the Catholics. They silenced some of the best of us. We lost Tyler Huckabee in the year two of the war on Twitter. He fought heroically, like the superheroes he had often spoke about on his Twitter page. But just like Iron Man, Tyler too disappeared in a blaze of glory. Beth Moore leads the Anglicans now. She is said to be making an alliance with the Exvangelicals, <laughs> like only Beth could. Matthew knew that his podcasting comrade was best off in Beth's camp, aiding her as her right-hand woman. Together, Casey and Beth were silencing the misogynistic men trying to reign and gather ground in the splintering groups on Christian Twitter. They were making headway, but it was slow. Matthew sat at his desk, racking his brain. He'd spent months creating and crafting subversive tweets that ruffled the feathers of atheists and exvangelicals, and even some Christians. And sure, his words brought hope and stirred resistance, but he knew it wasn't enough. Beth and Casey needed real reinforcement, real tangible hope. Matthew knew who they needed in this moment. They needed a player who could turn the tide who could present truth and reason and bring it to a wide audience. But nothing had been done like that since before the war. Not since the the publication of the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill podcast. Matthew knew what we needed the most was a man who was now a ghost. Matthew knew we needed Cosper. Cosper the ghost.
Rebecca, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to write that for us and perform it for us. Wow, Becca is just, she's an amazing podcast fan to have and now friend, but so encouraging and will just make up a story for us. I, I can't say I understand everything going on. My number one question is definitely um, who killed Mike Cosper? <laughs> Driscoll. Driscoll killed Mike Cosper. <laughs> Why is he a ghost? Who killed him? <laughs> and Tyler Huckabee. It's, you know, she said we lost Tyler Huckabee. Does that mean he died or he just deactivated his Twitter account? Do we ever have Tyler Huckabee? <laughs> I don't yeah, think, I think so. I think Tyler's kind of like the wind. He just kind of goes where he pleases. <laughs> yes. I don't think any entity can claim Huckabee. <laughs> I really like that I get to be on Beth Moore's team. That's exactly where I need to be. Fighting men with Beth Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, likes your neck. She just wants your neck. That's all she needs. <laughs> That's what she tweeted tonight. <laughs> I thought about... I didn't look at the replies. I wonder if someone tweeted the song Neck to her. Response to that? Probably not. You'd probably be the only one to do it. Okay, so before we go any further, I would like to say I am a walrus today. I am a, a walrus with lung cancer. <laughs> well, I will sound like this, and probably worse for the rest of the episode. Anyway, it's fine. Go ahead. Where did the what's what's where are the Presbyterians? Where are the Presbyterians? Hmm. Well, I mean, I know the answer. I just wanted to see what you said. Oh, you know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> I the, I would like you to tell me because I have no clue. They're off by themselves getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that's probably accurate. Drinking craft beer and stroking their beards. Thinking about their worm-like status. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful, Matthew. Bad Dude, why don't you say that? <laughs> and the Catholics. What are, what are the Catholics doing? That was another open, oh. open thread. <laughs> Everyone's too scared to ask about what happened to them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Why? Listen, why would you be scared of the Catholics? It, it's not like they have a history of, you know, torturing and murdering evangelicals. <laughs> little Inquisition joke for you there. Thank you. The kids, are, the kids at home. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Becca, that was amazing. Yes. Uh, it's you know she's she's not even just a fan. She's just she's one of us at this point. She is. She she's, is. Yeah. Like if something happened to one of us. I cannot wait someday to celebrate your 200th episode of um, Grumpy History with Matthew and Becca. I can't wait. Okay. I will yeah. record a fake history account of something. <laughs> a fake historical account about Abraham Lincoln and some other person <laughs> that you don't like. Which is basically all of them. 
and send it in. I would actually do it for 100. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. 200. That's a lot of grumpy history. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of stuff to cover. There's a lot of stuff just in the last two years you guys could cover. Oh, man. (laughs) That's the thing about history. They're always making more of it. Yeah. So another joke for the kids. <laughs> You're full of them. It's great. I yeah. think 200 episodes is a milestone for sure. And it only took what five, six years to get here. What do you remember? What episode you joined? Yeah. Like what was your what was when, My when did first you become one. partner? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know that one. I feel like my first one was in the teens that I came on as a guest. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Which is, in my opinion, an epic episode. <laughs> my early appearances, man, I just, I don't know if I've gotten more mature or if I was just nope. like, because <laughs> recently I sent you these, um, these graphics of, uh, that these like little comic strips that this lady made about like mom versus dad. So it's like mom in a grocery store and it just says like normal mom and then dad in the grocery store, like heroic dad or really involved dad or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I went back and listened to that rant that I did about grocery dads. <laughs> I mean, audio quality notwithstanding, that is some of my best work. Was that, that, that the, uh... whole episode actually was really good because we also talked about um, <laughs> which CCM stars would have sex tapes. Don't step on my favorite segment here. Okay, okay. All right, I won't. Anyways. Was that the uh, uh, in the rainstorm in the Target no, parking lot? No, that was a different okay. one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I used to have to have to record in the parking lot at Starbucks from my phone. So I think the early episodes were me mooching internet <laughs> off of my neighbor and you in the Starbucks parking lot. <laughs> Look how far we've come. I'm in bed and you're in your own house. <laughs> With my own internet. Amazing. Wow. Thanks to the patrons, right? No. <laughs> shout out to shout out to uh shout out to Jake Goff. Episode one, one of oh. the worst audio quality episodes we ever put out. <laughs> <laughs> we had no idea. You got to we start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Two hundred. It's a, it's a most podcasts sort of peter out after they hit 40, 50 episodes. I just we just haven't run out of adolescent jokes or or the need to say them somewhere. <laughs> well we we can't say that we peaked because we were never any good to begin with so (laughs) that's not true that's not true we're good at having fun so yes we are that's something yes we are absolutely you know what i'm also good at is coming up with ridiculous questions to make you answer for me and i've asked danny this question before and he kind of like shrugged it off a little bit 
and I, of course, as always, this is something I could Google and research extensively on my own, but how do you think it happened that the, like, the first person, like, figured out that you could make cheese? How do you think that happened? Oh, I know this. I okay, know this. let's hear it. I read this in a homeschool textbook one time. <laughs> okay, perfect. This is the that, homeschool version of the history of cheese. I think it was Mongols or it was some kind of nomadic people. Okay. They would notice that like when they... What was that? Like, how did that go? That when they were carrying like when they butchered a cow or something and there was milk left over in the udders or something and like they would toss it away because it was curdled and they would notice that the dogs would run straight to it and eat it and that's when they started figuring out that like uh, i have no idea if this delicious. is actually true i have no idea if this is actually true but i like some something in my head says that like when they were some kind of nomadic people when they noticed that like milk was curdled they'd throw it away and the dogs would like run straight to it and then they'd be like wait a minute wow I think what else made me think that I wanted to ask this is because I made homemade whipped cream. Um, wow. Well, I had heavy whipping cream from something else. Okay. So then it's like, what am I going to do with it? Whip it up. <laughs> but then, like, who figured that out? Like, how <laughs> did somebody have, like, <laughs> heavy cream in their saddlebag and they rode their... <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> How did they figure it out? You have to put a lot of effort into like, I mean, electric mixers are one thing, but we didn't have those until what, the 40s, 30s? I don't know. I mean, yeah, like what did all the Christian couples use on, on the honeymoon before that? Matthew. The face. Did you use it? <laughs> That's why they use molasses, and that was no fun for anybody. <laughs> anyway, it's just like, <laughs> how did they figure out? Oh, if I could make, I could make whipped cream out of this, or if I keep going longer, I could make butter. Just somebody figured. <laughs> I don't even know why that sounded bad. It just did. If I just keep going. <laughs> I'm just fascinated to think about people discovering how food can change. I'm sure some people probably died in the process. <laughs> you know, that cheese was a little too old, you know? Yeah, and like blue cheese. Who decided that? I don't know, but I love them for it. Yeah, I do too. It's blue cheese and, and, and grapefruits, like foods that shouldn't be good, but they are. I don't you eat know? grapefruit, but I actually haven't really tried a grapefruit in a really long time so my taste might have changed it's like licking a foot but it's kind of good for you <laughs> i'm turning my tv off because the screen keeps changing color and it's annoying me on my face anyways <laughs> yeah we've got, we've got a lot of uh we have a lot of foodies in the uh in the audience i'm, I'm sure they can yes weigh in yes please tell us the history of cheese. I do love your 
your I do love your mental image of a cowboy with a little <laughs> carton of whipping cream in his saddlebag. <laughs> like what happened here? <laughs> bouncing across the uh the wild west. <laughs> so Pulls dumb. It out. Pulls out the little carton. I'm really committed to this dumb question bit that it really be as stupid as possible. No, I appreciate it. I have nothing on the whipped cream, but I I have the random homeschool memory of the of the cheese, but nothing on the whipped cream. Dairy. You can just do all sorts of stuff with dairy. It's great. Very thankful. Sorry to everyone who can't digest it. Yeah, somebody told me that, you know, somebody gave me that line one time of, well, we're the only species that drinks milk after, you know, yeah. you know past weaning. And it's like, well, yeah, it, it's a lot of good things. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I know. That's a That's a classic. That's a classic whatever, like a wellness line or... Yeah, we're also the only ones that eat nachos, okay? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We're also the old... Never mind, I was going to make a a molasses joke. (laughs) Molasses on your wedding night joke? (laughs) We're also the only ones who use molasses on the wedding night. That sounds horrendous. It really does. It really does. <laughs> Poor pilgrims. <laughs> Poor pilgrims. I'm coming out coming out hot today. It's like this it's like I don't feel like this counts as me because it's not my regular voice, so I can just say whatever. You have what's it called? Plausible deniability. <laughs> Play yeah, the like tapes. Just, That's not me. I didn't say I that. Just, just I can say it was someone else. <laughs> that guy. That guy sounds like a freak. <laughs> what a weirdo. <Yeah>. Sicko. <laughs> okay, you did something. You you compiled some thoughts about me. I did not do the same I, for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll come back next next episode, maybe. Okay. 200 episodes. I've been around for most of them. You have, uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll edit this out. Okay. It was saying that I've got, <laughs> that's saying my, I've that's got... my number one favorite Matthew thing, is when you say, I'll edit it out. And then when you listen back to the posted episode, you never edit it out. <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> hey, sometimes I do. And those are the ones that people, those are the truly frightening ones that actually do edit out. I'll try it. Like I'm starting to remember now the, uh, you know, you know, when we. Okay, stop it. You'll definitely edit that out or air horn it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to be an air horn. <laughs> okay, so uh, I made a list of my favorite Casey moments. Okay. In honor of our 200th episode. <laughs> if it will load here. This thing is going so slow, it's like it's covered in molasses or something. 
took it seriously that they won't. What was the theme of your 200th podcast episode? Molasses. Yeah, I was just talking about, you know, just regular stuff. Molasses. <laughs> there we go. Okay, this is in uh, in no particular order. Okay. I'm keep this brief. Okay. Uh, I was hoping we could do this for about 20 minutes. You don't have like 20 minutes yeah. worth of favorite moments. I'll just... <laughs> Well, it would have been uh, it, it would have been a nightmare to try to actually find the audio of all of these things. Oh, yeah. That, That's that, true. We'll do, we'll do a we'll do a best of Casey episode. It'll just be a <laughs> clip show of nothing but Casey's greatest hits. We'll do a, we'll do a week of Casey's we'll do, like, greatest your hits. Your perspective of my best moments and mine. <laughs> okay, uh, one of my favorite Casey moments was when she was coming up with. Uh, this one's quite legendary. Uh, coming up with inappropriate sermon titles and decided to do Daniel in the Lion's Den uh, sermon titled Don't Eat That, Pussy. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke. You are. Uh, wow. Uh, another of uh, my favorite Casey moments Making is... Making my parents proud. When a uh, when a classic CCM song has a ninety second instrumental intro and you play the first three seconds and then get immediately mad when I can't identify the song, <laughs> I've never been mad at you for that. Just indignant. <laughs> you know this. You know this. You do. No, you knew that was it. The tink- that was the tinkling of the piano keys. <laughs> In the, in the intro of a song. <laughs> don't, don't, miss, I don't know that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, favorite Casey moments. Uh, whenever someone is mean to me, whenever someone who is not Casey is mean to me, <laughs> I always get a kick out of that because it's a very sisterly reaction. Yeah. Of like, wait a minute, I can be mean to him, but you're not allowed <laughs> to be mean to him. you think you are? <laughs> you gotta put in the time. You gotta put in the friendship time to be able to be a little bit mean to someone. <laughs> it it does crack me up though because uh, you know we we've been known to get on each other's nerves from time to time. What? Ne- never, <laughs> not not us. <laughs> but sometimes, like when somebody leaves me a mean tweet or something, and uh, Casey will jump in and. Just have a very angry response. Yeah. Like, What's wrong with you? Or when people like copy your format or steal your content. No, it's not acceptable. Get a life. And I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, whenever I. Stop it, Matt. You're awesome. <laughs> um, probably my all time favorite. Uh, one, it's hard to say all-time favorite. One of this might be it though, is when you said we we're talking about CCM stars and their sex lives because of course we did. And of you course said, we were. You said if Sandy Patty had a sex tape, can you just imagine that it would be so loud? <laughs> just that's uh, just an amazing line. Just. The line itself is amazing, but also, if you just think about the origin of like where a statement like that comes from, where you've clearly thought it out and compared what that would look like to other 
<laughs> Anytime Jeez. I can catch you off guard, like legitimately off guard, because we do have a similar sense of humor. So, like sometimes a jo- one of us will say a joke, but it's kind of like, oh, I I would have said that too. <laughs> but then you just sometimes you can really catch each other off guard, and it's really fun. And anytime I can do that, especially now at this point, two hundred episodes in, it's great. Okay, so one of the times you really caught me off guard, I kind of like. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw the joke coming, kind of. It was just the way you delivered it really got me. It was when you were reading Ann Voskamp tweets or Facebook posts or something. She had she had one that said something like. A, uh, a gentle solution to a hard problem. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. You read, you read that tweet, and then you just kind of stopped and broke the fourth wall, and you're like, is she, t- I think she's talking about blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one got me pretty good. <laughs> Uh, another one of my favorite Casey moments uh, is when I talk about Christian college enrollment numbers and she tries very gamely to play along, even though the segment is going nowhere. One of my one of my <laughs> most patient moments on this podcast, <laughs> trying to figure out how we were going to come back from that. <laughs> you know I, I had to well you only had to experience it once i had to go through and edit that crap sandwich and as i was editing it i was like oh man look at her like she's like really trying to yeah because you can tr- watch the video back so you can see my reactions to I everything could see it. i could when i was doing the audio i could hear you and you were like oh oh yeah okay i was like wow she's being a trooper this segment's gonna get cut but she's really being a trooper here. <laughs> we knew it was going to get cut before the episode. Before I mean, we talked about it. You basically cut yourself off. You were like, this isn't working. <laughs> to my credit, I, I was like, you know what? Let's just get off the ride. <laughs> let's just let's just get off the ride. Uh, another favorite Casey moment. This is, this is uh, Okay, so we make jokes sometimes about like how you wrote all the good jokes in Evangelical Thought Leader. So I can't remember if I ever actually pulled the curtain back to like show this, but I wanted to show like what that means because you're really good at punching up. But this is not about the podcast. I'm cheating. This is about the book. okay. This is so nice. <laughs> but you read you you know we write it on we, you you read chapters and we edit chapters on on the podcast. So yeah. I guess it counts. Yeah. Okay, so we're, there was a section in the book, like, this is a great example of how you would take one of my jokes and, and make it better. Uh, there was a section where I said, whenever I hear people talking about their marriage problems, I'm like, you need to bang. And then I do the hand motion for sex where your finger is the wiener and your other hand is the lady private. I guess when your marriage is failing, it makes you real sensitive because a lot of times people get offended when I do that. So then I have to be like, sorry, let me clean that up a bit. And then I say, you need to make love and then i do the hand motion for sex again and your take on that was <laughs> just this beautiful little twist at the end where you said you should say and i do the hand motion for sex but slower 
perfect joke. Perfect way to finish that that paragraph. Thank you. So thank you. That, that's that's like a great example of truly making my parents proud. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and again, to like to 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 hear that paragraph, which is just like stupefying, you know, subject matter stupefying. But then to hear it, absorb it, and be like, okay, let's twist this part of it and that's what she said let's, <laughs> let's well i can't say tweak either because that's also what she said let's change a couple of words <laughs> and make it better so yeah so like whenever i say you know like casey writes all the best jokes there is truth to that she has a really keen eye for that sort of thing thank you and finally, uh, my favorite Casey moments is when she says, you know what a funny thing I did is? Let's talk about it. Remember that one time? Remember that, you remember that one time? Remember that, that one time funny? I was hilarious? <laughs> that was really nice. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm not going to talk anymore the rest of the episode. <laughs> You're done. It's all on you. You are going to talk more because I can't comment on these Christian tweets. Uh, it worked out so well for me. Oh, did it? Did it work out well for you? So the, the goodwill I got from that whole segment lasted 10 seconds. <laughs> Danny's nodding. Sorry. Danny's nodding his she, head in his office right now as he's listening to this. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. What better way to celebrate 200 episodes than to read some Christian tweets and to talk about the glory of Christian Twitter? I haven't even seen all of these. We have four. Uh, now, Seth, Seth sent us one from... Uh, I didn't include it because I didn't want, uh, whatever, uh, from your boy Piper. Abraham? Yeah. No, we're not reading Abraham Piper. I didn't think you'd want him, so thank you, Seth. (laughs) What was it? vetoed it. What? We can read it and then I can talk about it if you want to turn this into that kind of episode. (laughs) What was it? Now I'm curious. Is it in the fun, sexy Bible time one? Yeah. Something about marriage is like a... Marriage is like a, you should just toggle back and forth. I'm not logged in, though. Because, oh, <laughs> that's what I told you. <laughs> wow, you remember all my sick burns, huh? Okay, I'm going to do it right now. I remember our password. <laughs> our password is... Matthew. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be a lot of air horns in this episode. <laughs> I know. You're making more work for yourself. Marriage is like plugging in a USB. Is he married? On the first try, it doesn't work half the time, but then you try again. It still only works half the time. Does Seth follow Abraham Piper on Twitter? Seth, what are we doing? We need to have a talk. I just, I got, I got real mad at him last week. Not Seth. <clears throat> Anyways, 
Oh, I put my phone down, but I need it to read these tweets. Okay. Beth Allison Barr, comma, PhD. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I have to say, if I got a PhD, I would probably, like, tattoo it somewhere on my body. Anyways, she tweeted at 12.01 a.m. This is why. You shouldn't tweet that late. Thank you! <laughs> Exclamation point. How does that happen? Maybe a reply. She was trying to reply, and then it got mixed up. I'm guessing. It was on the Twitter web app. So maybe she was on iMessage on one screen, and then she was on Twitter on the other screen, and then got confused. I always like it when that happens, though. These are some of our favorites. Ian, phone me, or whatever that guy's name was. <laughs> who needed to phone who? Mark. That was Mark, Mark, Mark Deaver. Deaver. It was Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> Ethan, <Yeah>. phone me. <laughs> I think that tweet is still up. You, I need to just go back like, and reply again. You've gone back to it so many times, and he just leaves it up. He probably has some like moral conviction about deleting tweets. That seems like a yeah. That seems like a Mark Deaver thing. <laughs> well, question for Beth Allison Barr, PhD, is is she trying something here? Because this is her second entry. Oh, is it? Of the year. What was her remember other one? Last, remember last time it was like a thank you, Mark. <laughs> It was the same same kind of thing. She was tweeting a reply. I don't think she's trying. I think she genuinely has like a she has a she has an issue with toggling screens. <laughs> did she did she not take a class for that Stop in it. her Stop. in her doctoral program? Stop. Because she is a PhD. <laughs> a lot of time in the books, maybe not as much time on devices. Like not on, the rest of us. You know, she, books. Booksmarts does not have the street smarts for these Twitter streets. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why this tweet is included, so maybe you can... Did I send you one? Daniel Darling. Oh, that one just came through today. That one came through. Who sent me that one? I think it was Scott. Reflexive contrarianism is as unthinking and foolish as... Naivete, naivete. I don't know how to say the word naivete. <laughs> how do you say it? <laughs> say you it. You got the first part right. Naivety? Naivete. No, no, no. Na- naivety. <laughs> naivety. Sorry, I'm not a. Sorry, I'm only Matthew Pierce, MS. <laughs> Congratulations. Naivety. Naivety. Contrarianism. Do you think someone sent this to you because they wanted you to read it for yourself? <laughs> well, that's a total lack of awareness on Scott's part. Like, I would even... <laughs> Is this Scott in a, the 503? Like, yeah. Like, like Scott, like, I'm going to work on myself. <laughs> Scott, you should know me better than that. Did you get any feedback about your um your Stephen Colbert take? Oh, yeah, I got dragged for it. Oh, good. Where? <laughs> Missed it. <laughs> On the FSBT account. Jeez, I should remember to log back in. Sometimes I have to delete Twitter from my phone because I, you know how, like, self-control is listed as the last fruit of the spirit? 
that's because that's the one that develops last. <laughs> so when I need to not go on Twitter, I um, so I have to take it off my phone. Anyways, so you think self control is the sideburns <laughs> of the of the spiritual gifts? Is that <laughs> so? So then when I log back in, sometimes I forget to log back into the FSVT Twitter account so I can toggle and see what's going on over there. So I, I, I didn't get to see you get dragged. I did have a, I did get a personal DM about the fact that I was right, though. So that's always welcome. Anytime anybody wants to DM me and say, you know what, Casey, I agree with you. You're right about that. <laughs> Is that better or worse than when you're hilarious? <laughs> Either's fine. I like to be right okay. and I like to be funny, so <laughs> Well, you know, thankfully you're good at both, right? <laughs> exactly. Anyways, what's the point of this tweet? <laughs> I think it's theological word salad. Okay. Yeah. It's gotta be. Like, I mean, because the other the other option makes no sense. Somebody would want me to examine myself. <laughs> they want you to think of yourself as unthinking and foolish and naive, or and however you say that other word. Okay, Jennifer Greenberg. This tweet made my day. Legitimately made my day. This I feel like it. This needs to make it to the finals in this year. Absolutely. If it doesn't, we need to we need to have a talk <laughs> with our constituents. Okay. She's replying to someone. I've never really heard any strong feelings for or against Lent, and to that I say, <laughs> what side of Christian Twitter are you lucky enough to be on? Anyways, it was just a tradition some Christians did, and we didn't. Farting was encouraged, but it was more as needed, not scheduled. <laughs> I actually sent this tweet to my whole family to see because it was so good and so benign. Like, it's just like she's just trying to be like part of the conversation and then her phone <laughs> rebelled and autocorrected fasting to farting. <laughs> so many so many questions here <laughs> was it done on purpose no i really don't think so I, I agree but we have to ask the question okay okay yes as in the role that we have given ourselves as <laughs> the tweet uh what's it called <laughs> curators yes <laughs> christian tweet curators we should definitely examine if someone is, is, you know, doing anything twisty. Gotta watch out for the twisty little things. <laughs> so, my other question is, how much is she texting about or tweeting about farting in her phone that that's what autocorrect went to? Right? I I totally, I, I'm on board with that question. Maybe she has boys, you know? kids somebody well, asked I mean, not her just boys. And... all kids are like fart monsters they just constantly don't even care just farting non-stop 
somebody asked her in the replies of like why did it go straight to farting an autocorrect and she played ignorant of like oh i don't know i don't ever remember texting fart it's like really jennifer i don't know that i believe that <laughs> autocorrect has a mind of its own though it's it's super annoying like no i actually meant to say that word it'll just change a valid word I hate that. I'm going to text you right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to text you right now. I'm going to text you. I'm going to try to text you the word fasting. I'm going to see if it. Okay. Have you got your phone? I got it right here. Remember self-control? <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I tried to change it to Gaston. Like from Beauty and the Beast. That's so weird. Let me see what happens when I. I th- okay, I'm gonna mess it up a little bit. Like I think maybe I I'll, just typed she... fasting and it didn't try to change it. Okay, so <laughs> this is this is Christian tweets CSI. The, the R is right next to the T. Maybe she hit F S F A S R. Oh. No, I get fasting and faring. I don't get farting. Huh. Interesting. Jennifer. Jennifer. What's going on? What are you trying to pull on us? (laughs) She's trying to win Christian Tweet of the Year and get a trophy, possibly maybe sent to her. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Ike. (laughs) Yeah. We all all got sick, okay? (laughs) Some of us stay sick. (laughs) I I really like the idea of scheduled farting. Wouldn't that make life easier? (laughs) Uh, I may have... I may have had a conversation with someone on Twitter about who, which prominent Christians would be most likely to schedule their own farts. <laughs> okay. Should we save and, that for a whole segment? Oh, uh, we, we can, we can. I'll just tell you my, the one that I, my, the one that I immediately went to was, uh, Hank Hennegraff, the Bible answer man. <laughs> Okay. Seems very much like the kind of guy who schedules his own farts. Okay. Dave Ramsey was too obvious. John McCarthy too obvious. <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> uh, you know, and also, you're also dealing with different theological positions here because... The conservative ones would schedule them to be efficient. <laughs> but there's some liberal Christians who would schedule them so that they could sniff them. What? You broke up. I missed your joke. <laughs> I said some progressive Christians would schedule their own farts just so that they could huff them. And... Oh. <laughs> smell their own farts. Yeah, smell their own farts. <laughs> oh gosh scheduled farts this is high quality high quality things we're talking about and thinking about oh well it wouldn't be a commemorative (laughs) episode without us both getting extremely uncomfortable did you find this tweet or did someone send it to you (laughs) did someone someone sent this to me and i 
honestly, I've done pretty good so far with remembering who sent what. I don't remember who sent this one. Maybe for the best. They may not want me to say their name. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. This is from the marriage bed. So that's just your that's your advanced warning. <laughs> Where is the There's a there's a Hold on. <laughs> Isn't there a spelling mistake in here somewhere? Yeah, do you want Yeah, wanna, I found it. Okay. <laughs> do you want to tell them your well, do you want to tell them your reaction when I first sent it to you? My first reaction said I I am not reading that on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't even see I didn't even see the mistake in it. I just saw the words that <laughs> said no. Here I go. All right. Men. Good job, marriage bed. Address it to the men. Men. The glands of her clit has as many never-ending as the glands of your penis, but the nerves are packed into a much smaller organ. Think about it! Hashtag sex tip. (laughs) Never-ending. As much (laughs) never-ending. Never-ending. Hey, easy there, Paul. One can only slow down, buddy. (laughs) It's just wow. I I I really do appreciate what they're trying to do with their account for the most part. I do also think not everything is for Twitter, right? (laughs) Well said. (laughs) It's just. Also, let's just also use the full word and not the, like, slang, shortened word. You have enough You have enough characters to just, especially if you would have <laughs> just, wow. Anyways, they're trying, they're just, they're just trying to help some ladies out here. <laughs> I mean, that's a very charitable reading of it. <laughs> What's your reading of it? That pretty much what you said. It was just trying to do the right thing, but being kind of clumsy with it. I'm going to look and see if they got responses to this. I probably don't want to see the responses, but... Which word are you searching for? Shut up, you know what I'm searching <laughs> the only response well no two responses i'm all for reminding people of the biology of human sexuality but spell checking can be helpful i'm not sure what glands are or why never endings are applicable here i'm not sure what glands are (laughs) okay and then um somebody else replied asterisk nerve endings (laughs) oh goodness they tweeted the same thing a similar thing in January of 21 wow they tweet that word a lot (laughs) 
<laughs> oh goodness. Anyways, thank you, the marriage bed, for yes, uh, always keeping things real, but also maybe a tiny bit inaccurate. <laughs> and thank you for sending that tweet in. You did it. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to end the episode. <laughs>